It is Thursday, January 18th. I'm Clark Palmer. Here's our top local story. Virginia State Police officials say troopers recently made 16 arrests in connection with an undercover human trafficking operation. Over the course of that investigation, a task force targeted potential human trafficking in areas surrounding Richmond. Authorities arrested eight people in Chesterfield, five people in Hanover County, and three people in Henrico County. The suspects each face multiple charges, including solicitation of prostitution. Lynchburg police say a man has been taken into custody after allegedly making a bomb threat. Authorities responded to Mission House Coffee on Cornerstone Street yesterday after a man reportedly walked in, dropped a package on the floor, and told customers it was a bomb. Officers found the man shortly thereafter at a nearby restaurant and took him into custody. The suspect is identified as 36-year-old Lawrence Murphy IV. Police learned that Murphy IV had allegedly made similar threats to Hill City Pharmacy and Liberty University. On a day that the United States redesignated the Houthi rebels raising havoc in the Red Sea as a global terrorist entity, U.S. Senator Tim Kaine worried about an escalation that could lead to a wider Middle East war. That story from WFIR's Chi Moreno. Tim Kaine is a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee. He advocated for many years for Congress to reenact the Authorization for Use of Military Force Resolution, which finally happened in 2021. But the Houthi attacks on U.S. military ships launched from Lebanon is another story. The president has powers under Article 2 of the Constitution to engage in self-defense doesn't have to ask Congress for permission. But there are real questions about how far the self-defense rationale goes. It certainly applies to protecting American personnel and troops. Does it apply to protecting American commercial shipping? Does it apply to protecting commercial ships of other nations that aren't American? Kane said yesterday he was gearing up for several hearings to address what might happen in the Middle East if tensions continue to ratchet up. Some open, some classified, where I'm going to be with administration officials talking to them about what's going on in the Red Sea and what are their plans for de-escalation. Instability in the Red Sea affects shipping, which affects the Port of Virginia. It affects businesses right here at home, but it also affects our sizable military population for them to be deployed, as some are, in harm's way. Select members of Congress from both parties met with President Biden yesterday about a supplemental aid package that would include assistance for Israel and for Gaza refugees as the war against Hamas continues. Gene Morano, WFIR News. A bill introduced in the General Assembly calls for elected officials to be prohibited from spending their campaign funds on personal expenses. Currently, Virginia lawmakers are only barred from converting campaign funds to personal use once they close out their accounts. The bill that advanced from a House subcommittee on an 8-0 vote says candidates cannot convert campaign contributions to personal use and put those funds toward things such as mortgages, vacations, or gym memberships. Democratic State Delegate Marcus Simon said yesterday the bill calls on the State Board of Elections to investigate complaints and may require repayment if it finds a violation that it determines was not willful. If there's a complaint that somebody's improperly spending the, the campaign funds, that initial part of the investigation is in private. Similar to the way that when lawyers receive bar complaints, they can be found to be unfounded and nobody knows that the complaint was ever made. We, we keep all that quiet so that we prevent people from doing things like filing a complaint and then saying, you know, my opponent is under investigation for improper use of campaign funds simply by having made the allegation. Simon says there are also safeguards in place should a candidate do something they think is okay, but later discover violated the statute. First thing you can do is pay the money back. Like, oh my God, I realized I paid this out of my campaign funds. I probably should have my dry cleaning bill paid out of 
my own personal funds. It's you know, $13. Here's 13 bucks. I'll give it back to my campaign. And then the, the complaint is dismissed. It goes away. Nobody ever finds out about it. If the Board of Elections found a willful violation, it would be required to direct a candidate to repay the amount unlawfully converted and may assess a civil penalty that would be capped at $10,000. That's the latest. Check back tomorrow for our next update. Clark Palmer, WFIR News.